Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite reality TV shows. Our views do not reflect the contestants outside of the show. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. I'm in the lead, a.k.a. Watch the I'm here, my boy, Jack. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds. This is your boy Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm not here with my co-host Jazz because... I don't know where Jazz is, to be honest with you. <laughs> He's missing, but Jazz always turns up somehow. Uh, so we'll wait for him, but we'll see where he shows up. But until then, let me introduce you to one of our favorite guests, uh, one of the hosts of the Agents of Fandom podcast, our boy, TJ. Welcome back, TJ. How is it going, my friend? Nice to see you again. Obviously, we just linked up to talk some what if on the Agents of Fandom podcast, and now getting to getting that hangout once again happy to happy to see you uh and uh yeah ready to dive into some squid game the challenge oh man i can't wait to talk about squid game man this was this was so great i really really enjoyed uh talking to you about the first five episodes uh shout out to the people on tiktok we got murph on tiktok that's awesome are you able to see the tiktok chat yes i can see the tiktok chat i can see the uh, instagram chat and we can see the youtube chat all simultaneously we have this new setup it's really really cool uh join us for a bunch of podcasts we're going to be doing we're going to be streaming live from now on shout out to people in the youtube comments we got brown boy wonder salam games yes the squid games are now the salam games listen we're going to talk about the the last five episodes so if you want to see the first five episodes uh go to part one in our podcast we're available on youtube we're available on spotify we are available on iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, everywhere where they're found but where we left off we left off at the picnic and that was wild because i was like oh finally something nice for them to do and they had to like team up with people and they have to they get to be and sit with their best friend and they get to have a picnic and then at the bottom of the picnic basket there's a secret compartment and in this secret compartment you found marbles and a lot of these people they watch the movie they watch the show and they're like oh shit and one of my favorite reaction is how somebody found it and they're like don't tell anybody let them enjoy the moment <laughs> give them a few more seconds of happiness before we crush their entire dreams and i was like that's so thoughtful <laughs> and then somebody else found it and they're like we got this <laughs> like i was like oh no and then it took a few minutes to sink in and realize what's happening um i thought that was like a punch in the gut what are your thoughts about that tj 
that was the very best twist of the entire show. You just, just at the moment that people are feeling their most comfortable, they're feeling their most at home, they're with a friend, they're buddied up, they think they're just getting a nice, you know, consequence-free prize, and it is quite literally tablecloth ripped from underneath them. It's Marvel's time. One of the two of them are being elim eliminated. Everyone there is paired up with their closest ally. Yes. And one of them is going to be gone. Like, it was the craziest and best twist of the entire show. It was really, really good. And I really love that. Uh, by the way, shout out to the Rooch 77 She said, congratulations on your year. Oh, my God. We've been on this for a year now. That's pretty awesome. Uh, very cool. Listen. That was definitely heartbreaking. I think the mom-son duo was probably the hardest. I was like, oh, no. They've been, like, thick as thieves through this entire thing, and they have to go against each other. And one guy didn't even have a partner, and I was curious, like, what the hell happened to him? And apparently he got to bypass that entire freaking thing. He didn't even do it. That's so funny. That's like the one time we're getting picked last actually helps you in that situation because he didn't have to play Marvel. I thought that was really interesting. What are your thoughts about that? It really just reaffirmed what we talked like talked a lot about in term in part one of the best possible strategy throughout this game is to be as much of a fly on the wall as possible to go as yeah. unnoticed as possible. And they take that to another level with this one where it, you know what? It seems like, well, damn, I don't have a partner. I don't have a, anyone to share my picnic with. This just sucks. Yeah. Everybody else is lucky but me. No, it's once again, best case scenario is to go unnoticed and you just get to move on to this one straight to the next round. I totally agree. And it kind of reminds me of like this saying, it's called the meek will inherit the earth. And that's really what's happening here. The people that are just meek and just like shy and just there <laughs> they get so far and it's really really interesting uh murph says that happened in the show too there was a crazy lady that didn't get picked and she made it through oh i totally forgot about that good catch that's pretty amazing uh yeah i thought that was really really interesting who were your team ups in the marbles that you felt like were the hardest to to watch because there were a lot of friends allies together the ones to me that were honestly more difficult to watch than the friendships breaking up were like I the closer they were, the, the honestly, maybe this is just like the bit of a the sadist in me, but like I was enjoying the people having to go toe to toe and, and like uh, and just like facing off against each other, even if they liked each other, like the mom yeah. and the son. That was my favorite because I thought it was hilarious that the son is just like I don't want to go here without my mom. Like we're yeah. together. Like I don't, I don't want to go home. I don't want to have to send her home. Yep. And she's like, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> I'm staying here till the end. I'm built different. I will send my son home. She's like, like I was she, just loving that whole thing. She was the Thanos of parents. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. little one. <laughs> yes, exactly. The hardest choices take the most strongest of wills. <laughs> like, it was really like a Thanos moment. She did not care. She was ready to eliminate her son. No regrets. I thought that was yeah. really funny. Uh, the one that the was toughest. Really the yeah, toughest the for toughest. me was just like the people who couldn't even figure out a game. Yeah. Like, I'm not throwing. I'm not doing anything but throwing. Yeah, yeah. Someone okay, just, uh, so we're just going to sit here for an hour and risk going home. Like, oh my God, they were so annoying where they were just sitting there waiting for the clock to run out. And then 
they were like, they finally decided to do one. Like whoever's going to get one in, they're like, all right, fine. That's who wins. They both ended up getting one in and they couldn't decide who won. And I have thoughts about that. So I feel like the girl should have won because she let him go first. That means that guy got an extra turn to make his in. So like if you play horse, you play 21. If you get 21 and someone else has 20, but you went first, you get a chance to tie it up. But if you went second and someone gets 20, uh, no, if you went first and someone gets 21 before you, you don't get a chance to tie it up. So by those rules, she should have went. And the fact that they couldn't decide, they both got eliminated, was jacked. That was jacked. I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? Couldn't agree more. Like I didn't have, I didn't have all of that much sympathy by the end because I was just annoyed at both of them. I was like, yeah. I feel like I, I had throughout, I had like one lean, like, all right, he's being unreasonable. I'm cheering for her. Okay. She's being unreasonable. Now I'm cheering for him. By the end, I was just annoyed with both of them, but yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. It should have been her that uh, got the win. I could, I felt like there was just so much bad blood between the two of them by the end of it that like, there was no way they were going to come to an agreement regardless. That's how petty some people are, where they're just like, I'd rather we both be eliminated than ha let you have it. <laughs> it was yeah. like crazy level of petty. Uh, Murph says, yeah, the microaggressions were crazy. Yeah, they they really, really were. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> but it was just because she was like, I want to play a game that doesn't involve skill. And he's like, no, I want to play a game that involves throwing. And I didn't understand what else she wanted because almost every game, involve some level of throwing so i yeah. didn't really know what she wanted to do and everyone else was playing a throwing game regardless of what their skill level was um and to me like to me like the, i would i would yeah i would the i'll throw with my left hand to me that felt like a reasonable compromise yeah but like at this at, at the end of the day like saying like i don't want it to be this type of throwing because i'm not good at that that feels fair to me like that you know what you're not yeah. even fair but but screw fair yeah. Because you're there to win. You're there. You're at the end of the day, you want to do what best suits you. But to just be like, I only will play a game of chance. Like, yeah. I will only do something where it's complete luck of the draw. Like, yeah, yeah. hell no. That's like, we're here. Like, we're here to take the money. Like, we're doing, like, come on. I'm not just leaving it to a coin flip. Yeah, yeah, totally. Someone asked, like, would either of us apply for season two? I would totally apply for season two. I have no regrets. I would, I would, I would do it. I would totally do it. Not a chance, not a, no? no, not even a little bit of a chance. My, I know my mental health couldn't take it just being away from home that long. Yeah, yeah. And with that many, like that big of a group of people with no chance of just like having my own space backing yeah, out yeah. of things and no, no, not a chance. I couldn't do it. So like I've, I've been through, through some tough t things. Like I've climbed Kilimanjaro. I've been on the top of a mountain in the freezing cold with diarrhea. Like I don't give a shit like that. Like I I'm built different. So I would, I would totally do it. And I would, I would just do it for the experience. I think it would be really, really cool. I don't even care about winning the money. Uh, and if I did win the money, I'd probably donate like a majority of it, probably like 75% of it. I would just donate it. Cause like I, I would just do it for the experience. And I would definitely be one of those people that's not a leader. I am not a leader. I am not someone who's like put myself out there and like, you know, be the forefront. I am an enabler. <laughs> like I, I'll find a leader and I'll become their little henchman. And I'll just I'm the smithers to, to people, to people's Mr. Burns. All right. That's who I am. I'm like, all right. And then like once they go after the king. I'm left, you know? So like, that's my strategy. That's what I would do. Uh, what about, what about you? What would be your strategy on the show? Yeah. After seeing it, I would just do whatever I could to just like, 
almost being like a form of meditation throughout the whole thing. Like yeah. just really, you know, keep to myself, help other people whenever the op opportunity is there, but not vocally, you yeah, know, yeah. not, not, not really make a, not make a name for myself, not uh, try and cause any types of stirs, but just, you know, like hey. quietly help people whenever there's a chance. So people, whether it's consciously or not, just like are, are thinking positively about me. Yeah. And then just go as quiet as possible and really just try and think of it as like, not even just the whole thing isn't just a challenge with the games and stuff like that, but I'm playing a game with myself yeah. throughout the whole thing. And that game is you're staying calm, you're staying silent, you're staying stoic and composed yep. throughout this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. I totally get that. Uh, I, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and then... The next game after the marbles was they get to pick a leader. And obviously your homie TJ volunteered and he was like, I'll do it. And everybody's like super into it. Everyone liked him. So everyone's kind of like into it. But that's also one of the things we're like, bro. Except a few others who are just like, you know yeah. what? Screw this guy. But also let him be the leaders because I know that means he's going to be out of here. Exactly. Exactly. So he picks my Maya, somebody that like, uh, is it Maya or Maya? I forget. My. My right, so he picks her, and then you know they're coming out, and then this girl, who was basically almost unnoticeable, all of a sudden she gets her moment, and she's like, you know what? I think all the girls should band together and pick all girls, and I'm like, whoa, what a if there was any point in the game to like pick this like feminist like you know girl power and stick together thing. This was the time. This was the perfect time to enact that. So they picked my and they picked a few girls. And then when she went up, she was like, we're all going to pick women. And they all, majority of them picked women. A few people did not. And what I realized is like, they picked the least, I want to say the least masculine men, but like the men who were not like, overly masculine right like they picked a few of the guys that were that were queer they picked a few guys that were like very meek and quiet so they were like going out of their way to make sure that these like really aggressive like men would not get picked and i totally understand that because number one like they're they have an advantage they're like big and strong and two like they can if they have these strong personalities not even just strong, strong physically like strong personality wise they can bulldoze all of people's strategies or any kind of like rules they might have. And I thought that was genius. I thought for the women to do this, it was so smart. And I don't even care if people are like, oh, what if, if men did this, it would look really, really bad. And I'm like, well, you know what, man? Like there's a power dynamic here. We've I feel been like doing this for thousands yeah. of years. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Deal with it. Like I, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, uh, uh Murphy says I love Jackie and B the deaf woman and and the mental woman. The mental woman, I swear to god, like if she didn't honor the uh pack that they have later with the dice game, I think she would have won the whole thing. She was so smart. She was she eliminated herself and she knew she was going to eliminate herself, but like she stood on integrity and was like, "Okay, everyone's doing this. I'm going to do it too." And she basically eliminated herself. And I really think she could have went all the way. Uh the the deaf girl I liked her too, but she had a weird encounter with the guy when she was playing marbles that like made me feel a little weird. They got into a little fight and I didn't really understand their fight. Uh, but yeah, he was just being an asshole for literally no reasons. And I, I that was like, I, f I feel like that came out afterwards a bit too, where he had just been picking some fights with people for 
no reason other than just kind of like stubbornness and ignorance yeah. and just using that into his argument a little bit of just like, I am ignorant about this. So you can't get mad at me for it. And it's like, that's actually not how life works. That just yeah. makes you an asshole. Like, yeah. It, it was that, that, that whole thing was a, a very weird to me how that happened, but yeah, I, I thought she was going to go far too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they do this thing and I don't know, like, when they picked all the girls and they got they they got rid of like a lot of these guys i was like damn that's genius but i was really really happy like at the very end i was like oh man my dude pranav is it's not gonna make it he was the only south asian left on there he's from nepal <laughs> and i was like yo at the very least pick him he's like he, he's harmless just pick him and they did and i was really really happy about that and then we got to see his backstory about how he was like a doctor and he was like his parents came as a refugee and he's been around people who have like you know money and stuff like that and he wants to go back and help them i was like oh my god i'm feeling for this guy i really really like him so I'm really, really glad that like he got it. And I think it was a great strategy. And it wasn't like super sexist because they did pick a lot of the guys uh, after they went through all the women. And I thought that was that was fair. And they got they eliminated a lot of the strongest like competitors. Um, I'm not mad at that. I thought that was genius. Yeah, no, I have no no qualms with that whatsoever. Kind of like it's like we said, like there is really no reverse sexism in this we've men have been doing this for generations and generations and generations it's a maybe i mean i came straight from to this episode from watching some barbies so i'm deep in <laughs> mode part yeah, of yeah. my part of my french yeah. um but uh it's uh like i uh, i don't know i have no issues with it it's yeah, yeah. good on you like so, smart smart gameplay yeah so after this thing happens um I believe they do the glass floor uh, with the bridge. This was probably the highlight of the show. This was so crazy. And what they did was they made you play a game where you had to pick a stuffed animal. That stuffed animal had a number. And then you give that number to somebody you want. So if it's a low number, you give it to somebody you don't like. If it's a high number, you give it to somebody you do like. And then you were you see people pick all these people. And the ten yeah, somebody just said it. The tensions were so high. Murph just said it. And I loved it. And then you feel really bad for the people who had to go first. But then somebody had this idea about like, hey, why don't we all just like pick one? And that way everyone has an equal chance. So what happened is you go and pick a step. And if you fall through, you, you, you the next person goes. If you don't fall through, you don't have to pick the next 20 steps. Someone else picks the one after you, which makes the game completely level the playing field a little bit which which is genius is a smart move it makes it super fair um so they do this in the beginning a few people get eliminated your boy i believe gets eliminated <laughs> man that was like that was such a whirlwind of, of emotions because yeah it's like so for those who didn't tune into the first episode the part one of the challenge uh here on the salam nerds podcast i was talking about how like my guy tj stukes i knew him from before the show we were twitter buddies in a few group chats together he's been on the agents of fandom podcast a few times um and he uh i was like i was so rattled because like he's going first obviously he loses like there's yeah. obviously he's falling and then they come up with this idea right that is 50 50 for everybody so yeah. he just needs to get one he he's just, just got to get one and he's good and of course, on that first one, 50 50 chance he falls. Yeah. Uh, such a wild roller coaster. Because ride. if he got the one, his turn wouldn't come back around again until the very end. So he would have most likely made it. And they did this until Trey came there. 
and Trey came there, and then this girl overtook Trey, but she she died. So it was uh, not died. I mean, she she like <laughs> she basically fell through. Which I found out that they don't even fall through. They basically that was like a lie. They actually have a stuntman come in and fall through for you. So like you, uh, yeah, you the glass didn't open and you fall. Basically, what happens is like they'll just like you pretend to fall, and then they'll say cut, and then they'll add like a stuntman in there, and then they really fall. So you actually didn't even fall, which I thought was like lame. I th- I would have wanted to fall. I thought that would have been really really fun. Yeah, but, like, like come on, that adds to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes. So the person who overtook Trey, she got eliminated, and then Ashley's turn was. The internet was in a tizzy about Ashley because Ashley was like, nope, I'm not going. And he's like, okay, this girl isn't doing it. So he takes another step and he makes it. And then he looks at her again and he gives her the meanest look. He's like, this girl is not budging. She's not going to do it. So he makes another one and like he makes three in a row. He gets three in a row right. Like, the chances of getting more than three in a row right is so low. So he goes through his fourth one. He falls through the thing. He's gone. And then Ashley, it's like, decides to take a step. She goes all the way up. She takes her one step. Now she wants to go with a plan. Now she wants to be like, okay, somebody overtake me. Like, I, sh- I swear to God, I, I with Trey, I would have been like, okay, I'm going to go. But if I die, if I get eliminated, nobody overtake Ashley. Make sure she does the whole round by herself because there is no way she should get that benefit. And look, in her defense, all's fair, man. You do whatever you got to do, right? You can do whatever it takes. Uh, but she was like, nope, I did one. And everyone's like, okay, great. She's like, I'm a team player. I did one. And everyone's just like, okay, just forgets about it. And they all like are back on the plan. And I'm just like, man, I am too petty. I would not let that slide. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. It was it was one of those things where it is such a high pressure situation that it's tough to not just if somebody ruffles everything up and then decides to once again go with the flow, it's tough to kind of revert back into another plan of like, Hey, screw this. No, everybody band against that person. Now it's much easier to just be like, all right, we're back in our, we're back in our routine. We're back in our structure and I feel more comfortable now. And so I understand why everybody fell back into it too quick, but I agree with you. I would probably have a little bit of what the hell too. So the thing is like, I, I'm not mad at her for, for doing it. Uh, I'm more mad and I'm not even mad at people being like, oh, there's a high tension thing. So they kind of just like in the moment were like, all right, look, whatever happened, happened. Let's stick with the plan now. I don't even mind that. The thing that got me was that after this whole thing is done in one, no one brought it up again. No one cared. Everyone let it slide except for Mai. And this and this only was <laughs> the reason I was rooting for Mai. Because <laughs> I was like, I was so mad at Ashley that I was like, you know what, man? I think I agree with Mai. Uh I don't know. That's <laughs> that's what really turned her into me. But like in her defense, like you know, everyone is for themselves. But I feel like she should have been held accountable. Like she should have been like, "I'm sorry, I was scared, I was nervous." I don't know. They just dropped it. They never brought it up. And I don't know. I just felt a certain way about it. And I guess like I'm too petty. Like <laughs> like I don't know why that bothers me so much. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I mean, I was I was agreeing with my when she was ringing stuff back up. Um, and I felt weird that everybody was like, yeah, no, it was just, it was just nothing. But, um, at the same time, like 
it's just when you get down to that final four, you know, it's it comes yeah. down so much to like, how much do I care about this? How much should I care about this? If will caring about this be my downfall? You know, it's just it's so much more than just being able to go with like a group think of like, well, there's 30 people on this side. I'll go to this side too. Yeah. When you're down to like that final five, six, four people, whatever it was. Yeah. It, it, it It's a lot tougher to make those choices. It definitely is. It's definitely a, a tough situation uh, to, to be in for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and then what else happened? Uh, so after this, I believe a bunch of them got across. I don't remember all the people who won, all the people who lost, but they do this dice game. And the way the dice game works is basically if you roll a six, you get to nominate somebody, but you have to nominate them before you roll a six. So everyone's like, hey, let's make it fair. Just like last time, everyone nominate yourself. Now at here, based on previous information, I would be like, I don't trust Ashley to do this because last time she didn't go with the flow. So I could understand my thinking and being like, no, let's eliminate Ashley. She's not a team player. She screwed over everyone last time. And when her turn comes, I don't believe in her to do it again. Um, so my dominates Ashley. She rolls. She doesn't get a sick. Ashley's still in. Everyone else is like, yeah. That's between you two. We're all going to nominate ourselves. And then they all nominate herself. And then when Ashley came to her turn, she decides to basically nominate my, which I don't, I don't blame her for that. Totally. Like she nominated you, you nominate her. Uh, totally get that. And they went around and then a few people ended up getting rid of themselves. I think Pranav was one of them. Uh, B was one of them. She was the girl who was the Mensa person who was like genius, who I think would have won the entire game if it wasn't for this right here. Um, and then the Pranav were the other three that that, that got eliminated. And then, uh, oh, and, and the big guy, he got eliminated too. And that was really funny because like he eliminated himself. And then my like hits him in the chest. He goes, damn you, damn you. And I thought that was a little overdramatic, <laughs> but it was really funny. Uh, what are your thoughts about the dice game? Yeah, I feel like that my thing, she almost had to like double down on her love for him and like yeah. relationship with him because of... I think she felt a lot of, she felt pretty bad about how she had treated TJ, especially with like TJ throughout all that stuff was like, I trust my, I'm riding with my, and for yep. the whole, for like 75% of it, she was like, I don't actually trust this guy. Yeah. And then she realized he was following through with his words and was like, oh my goodness, I feel so terrible. But mm -hmm. because she did a lot of those like backstabby things towards him to protect this guy, yeah. I think she felt like that extra well, no, I'm double wrong if I'm if I'm not with this guy all the way. So that extra connection, um, and so yeah, that was a, that made for a bit of an awkward uh, yeah. awkward scene. But it was it was a fun game. I'm always more pro the more skill and strategy involved, the better. And when it comes mm -hmm. down to luck, I just kind of it's exciting, but it's less less yeah. exciting for me. Um, and so it it was it was kind of cool, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think that the, the what would have made it fun if people were not choosing themselves, if they were choosing like a single yes. person and then they were telling you like why they chose that person that would have gotten really awkward and it got, it would have got a lot of drama and it would have got very testy. And I think that would have been more entertaining, but they were like, let's be civilized. And they're, they didn't want to like, Boo. <laughs> I mean, I get it when you're in the moment, you don't want to like want everything to go into anarchy, but also like, yeah, give us the entertainment. <laughs> 
<laughs> I totally, totally get that. Um, all right. So then after this happens, I think there's just nine people left. And this is what I'm talking about. Other than my, every single person was just a fly on the wall, very meek. We got Haley. Didn't ruffle any feathers. She was just there looking pretty. Uh, we had Phil, uh, amazing hair, just hanging out. We had Roland. Uh, we had Sam. We had Rose. And Ashley and Mai were probably the only two that had, like, you know, some kind of, like, drama with them, uh, which I thought was really, really interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts about these people being, the like, the final nine people? It. If you show me that from the beginning, I'd be like, huh, I don't even remember who these people were. But yeah. it really makes sense to what we were talking about throughout this entire thing is the more of a name you make for yourself, the bigger the target on your back is. And it doesn't matter if you're making a name for yourself in a positive way, in a negative way. If people recognize, if more than just your little group of allies are recognizing you and you're coming up in conversation on a daily yeah. basis you're at risk of going home. Um, yeah. And so I think all of those people did a really good job of, you know, mine actually had their thing until the end, but until then we're very quiet, staying out of large, uh, mm -hmm. large group things outside of my a little bit, but still, even still, it was more of like people fighting battles on her behalf, as opposed to her actively getting in the battles. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what were your thoughts about the next game, which is the one with the gift? Like you place a gift on the desk and then you have to figure out who gave it to you. And this is one of those games where like, like thumbs up, seven up, mafia, yeah. all these games. I thought, I thought this was a really, really interesting one. I think Phil killed it. Not only did he did a whole monologue, he went into some like no R like detective work and he got every single person right. Just picked it every single time. Yo, Phil killed it. Phil killed it. Um, and then Rose got eliminated. Ashley got eliminated. A bunch of people got eliminated. Uh, but what I thought was interesting, when the people are left, they asked my like, who did you pick? And she was like, who eliminated Roland? Who eliminated Roland? And she was like, I don't know. And it was her. I don't know why she lied about it, but it was her. And then she was like, I picked somebody else. It's a complete lie. And part of me is like, is she shady or is this a strategy because those two were friends with Roland and she didn't want them to know mm -hmm. that she eliminated her friend. Like, what were your thoughts about that? Yeah. I think that was just smart strategy. It was, was it a little shady? Yes. But do you need to get a little shady to win squid yeah. game? The challenge? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm very much on the, of the opinion of like, I'm trying to play as, clean and respectful of a game as possible i'm not going to outright stab somebody in the back and like do something terrible to them you know i'm not going to yeah. lie on somebody else's name and just uh say bad things about them that didn't happen nothing like that but at the end of the day i'm going to do what i got to do to win at the end of it and i'm not going to throw somebody under the bus but i'll protect myself and i'll get some lies in there uh, yeah, I'll, I'm not going to lie about what somebody else did, but I'll lie about what I did. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, I, I'm I think that was just smart strategy at the end there. She didn't want to put that target on her back. Everybody knew she had the beef with Ashley. Um, yep. The person who put it on Ashley's thing was gone. So she realized yeah. at that moment, like, oh, I can get away with this smart strategy. That that was really, really interesting because everybody knew the beef between them and Ashley and they were using it to their advantage. And I thought that was mm -hmm. really, really funny. Um that was that was a great moment. I really like it. But like Rose was my favorite character. Like she, I'm not character yeah. contestant. She, I really, really want. She was like very low key. I loved her hair. I loved like she was like 
just like there, but she wasn't like starting like issued with anybody. I really liked her. I really thought she was going to win. But now we have my Sam and Phil. And this is very, this is where it gets really interesting because they go to dinner and they have this nice steak dinner and all this food. And it's like really interesting because I'm like, they probably weren't eating great for like the last two weeks or how long they've been in there. Mm -hmm. Like the food does not look appetizing because like the way they like ran for the burger. I was like, yeah, they're not getting fed really well. <laughs> uh, so they go there, they have this great food, they're dressed up and then this competition comes out and basically the triangle circle and square. And if you pick one, it eliminates you. If you pick the other, it eliminates, uh, no, if you pick one, it eliminates you. If you pick the other one, it doesn't do anything. And if you pick the other one, uh, it gives you the opportunity to eliminate somebody. Now in this situation, I feel like the best situation for Phil was to not go up there because Sam was an ally of Phil and Mai wanted to get rid of Sam. So it made no sense for Phil to get there because if Mai got eliminated, it would be Phil and Sam. If Mai uh, didn't get eliminated, she was going to pick Sam and it would have been Mai and Phil. But Mai picked it and nothing happened. So at this point, it makes the most sense for Sam to go because if Sam goes up he can pick my and it'll be sam and phil and if he picks the one that gets him eliminated he's gone so phil has no intention of like going up there he's still trying to be nice and he's like i'll do it i mean I, but i don't want to uh but it made the way it played out made the most sense to me but what are your thoughts yeah i couldn't agree more it like I've, I honestly found the ending to be fairly anticlimactic. Like, as yeah. we get down to this final three, it was very, like, procedural. All right, let's just get on with it. Who's going to win the money? Let me see them celebrate. Yeah. Um, because it did just feel very, like, all right, one one down. All right, next person go. It very, very anticlimactic. Like, let's get all these people hanging on a bar and yeah. just see them, <laughs> see them sweating. And whoever hangs on the longest gets the win, you know, something crazy like that. Put snakes beneath them. A, yeah, spit yeah. A, a pit of spiders. I don't know. Let's <laughs> let's ramp up the intensity a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they do this, and basically, my eliminate Sam. So it's my and Phil. They're the only two left. Then they go into their last game, and the last game is rock paper scissors. Right. So you pick rock paper scissors. You win. Then you go into a box and you pick out a key. And if that key opens the box you win so they did this so many times where i was like damn <laughs> like how like how hidden is this key that the fact they had to do it so many times but my ripped she knew his number she won so many times that like they couldn't even edit it in a way to make it look like it was fair and she said that like men choose the more aggressive, more. So they chose rock or scissors. So that means he's going to pick from two. She has the option. So basically, she knows that he's going to go between those two. So that gives her like less options. So she's like, okay, I could either go with paper or I can go with uh, rock because he's going to, I don't need to go with scissors because he's only going to pick those other two. Um, Interesting. And she, Paper, and she, uh, scissors is my tertiary one. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock guy. Definitely yeah. rock number one. But 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 paper is my number two. Scissors I, is where scissors is where I, I I don't go scissors very often. I feel like you really gotta look into the eye of the person and figure out like what they're going to do. It's more about what they are than what you are. Mm -hmm. And I think like 
my was like she got it she she had his number she got so many tries and then finally she ended up winning and i agree with you i, I feel like it was a little anticlimactic i, I feel like it should have been a little bit more uh but yeah she she won she won the four point five six million dollars or whatever it is um even though i don't know if she got it yet or not but she she won the whole game and I was kind of happy. Uh, she wasn't my number one pick, but I was like, all right, good for her, man. Uh, what were your thoughts about her winning the whole thing? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Like, especially just in a world where so many of the reality shows we see are either one, we just see incredibly attractive, young, hetero people having a dating show. Yeah. Two, it's the most physically strong people who can outlast people in challenges and go through the most grueling things tip not all, not always but more often than not it's a man who wins yeah um so it was really it was really great to see someone a little bit older a yeah. woman a woman of color yeah um all of these different things uh like i i thought it was fantastic to see her win i agree like there are other people i was cheering for throughout but she earned it she yeah. earned it right from the get-go. Like she yeah. fought for her spot. She fought to stay there and she earned it. Yeah. I, I totally think she she did teamwork when teamwork needed to be done and she played it uh, like cunningly when she needed to be cunning. She she was right on the money. She played the game like the best way she could. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at her for it. I thought it was really cool. And I really did like the fact that they went back and they showed us like how these people are living their lives after the show. Like, you know, they're at home playing ping pong. They're chilling out with their kids to let them know like, ah, oh, they're just normal people. But then they show her going to like the ATM and looking at all her money. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, she's rich now, which like turns out what's false because she didn't get her money until like 30 days after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really, really funny. She probably has her money now, hopefully. But, that was, I don't know. I think this was way more entertaining than I thought it would be. Um, I still think they missed the plot of the show <laughs> to actually make something like this. Uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and it was wild. And I did find out that you cannot share the money which is really, really interesting because that, that would have been me. I would have been making deals with everybody. I would be promising a hundred grand to everybody on that show for not voting. And they were like, no, you can't do that. I was like, damn, that sucks. But yeah, yeah no, I would have been doing the exact same thing. I'm, I'm with you there. I, I think it was more exciting than I thought it would be too. I couldn't agree more that they missed the plot. Like we talked about this a lot in the part one from not yeah. paying the creators any royalties, just That's going insane. like, Hey, you guys gave us a great idea. Thanks. We paid you for it. We purchased it. It is ours now on a show that is so anti-capitalistic. And the whole purpose of it is like taking a thematic shot at capitalism. Yeah. It's wild how Netflix decided to go about that. Um, and I, agree, I, I couldn't agree more that just throughout they missed the plot and there could have been a lot of ways that they enhanced it, yeah. but from sheer entertainment value, uh, they did a pretty good first season. Yeah. The thing is like, if this show was just a bunch of like rich people who didn't need the money on this show, I would have been felt like one way about it, but they gave us these stories of like all these people, someone with like, like, you know, my biggest dream is to pay off my car. I was like, bro, that's like like that's the kind of people you have on this show like they really like showed us people who were who were desperate who really needed the money and like it was tough to see them like 
you know, like not reach their dreams and they have to go back and they have to live these lives. That part of me, it was really tough when they go back and they're like, you know, I want to have money for my kids and provide for my kids. And we don't have that much. We can't afford a house. We can't afford a car. And then you see why they're so desperate in these situations. Uh, that's the part that I'm just like, yo, you're really, really not understanding the plot of the, of the movie. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Like they, they definitely lost it, but uh, hopefully that's something they can improve upon in future seasons because you know, they're doing more seasons because a ton of people watched it. I think I think a great way to do this is like you 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 got to give them some money like pay people like $600 a day for being there or something right like you have the money you can have like 4.4 million dollars to to give uh you can put in there like there's a lot of people and they're not going to be there or like per per contest like every contest you win you get like a little bit they don't have to tell everybody but like that's what I was that's what I was going to say like not even just like they don't even have to be per all the big contests. Just have little things that result in people being rewarded for it that yeah. they get to take home things throughout the game. Yeah, because you know, like a lot of people took off from work. That's money they're losing to to be on this show. I don't know. It, that kind of made me feel a certain certain way about it. So. I haven't said that though. Like that's a lot to be said. Like to win, you know, we're we're saying to win. Um, we want to be. No one know no one knows our name. We want to be hidden. We want to keep yeah. uh keep be a fly on the wall, right? But getting your TV time can do wonders. That is true. You talk about taking you talk about taking some time off of work. Well, you can use built turn your name, turn your yeah, uh, your 15 minutes of fame into actually something quite worthwhile if yeah. you are well received from your time on there. So there actually is something to be said, like shout out my guy tj like he for the like some people he rubbed the wrong way but for the most part he was just he stayed true to himself and most people yeah. liked him for that and he's gotten a lot more opportunities and visibilities since this show has aired um so there's a lot to be said too that like even if you don't win a reality tv show as long as you present yourself well on camera yeah. you can actually still benefit benefit financially from that, that i think a true. lot uh, in the future as well a lot of the people who got a decent amount of screen time, like I, for some reason, I felt like, I think like the day before the last episode, uh, I don't know. I think they're like NDAs expire or something. They were all on, on TikTok and my TikTok just blew up with everybody from Squid Game talking about their experience. And I looked, every single one of them had over like 50K, 100K followers. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. oh, damn, like, you know, hopefully they can turn that into something and, and, you know, make some money off of it. Uh, hopefully they get these like, you know, opportunities and some, you know, sponsorships. We'll see. Uh, I feel like TJ, you know, with his basketball and coaching, I could see him turning that into a, a coaching job where he's like, you know, a, a uh, what are those people called? They're called coaches, right? Self-help coach or something like that. Like mm -hmm. you could totally do something like that. Like a motivational speaker. Like I can totally yeah. see him turning something into that. Um, but yeah, totally, man. I, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, do you have any final thoughts about, about the show in general? No, not really. You know, I give it a good, I give it a good, uh, a solid B for a first season. A lot of things yeah. that they could have done better. A lot of things I'd like to see them improve upon in the future, both from a gameplay standpoint, yeah. making it more exciting, taking still, you can keep your random chance in there, but maybe adding a few more skill and strategy based things and have not so much of it just be randomized. Yeah. yeah. Um, pay their damn creators uh, some royalties because they're oh, yeah. continuing to make success off and financial gain off of their ideas. 
Um, and then they did a pretty good job of making riveting, enjoyable, uh, goosebump inducing, sweating edge of your seat seat television. So yeah, um, a solid, you know, a solid B B for the first season. Totally, totally. I I feel like it definitely went beyond my expectations. Do you think they're going to do the same games in the second season, or are they going to come up with like all new types of games? I bet you there'll be some of the same, and because like you know there were some things like. Everybody expected that tug of war to tug happen, of war, yeah. and it never did. So I bet you the ones we didn't get, we will get in season two. And then we'll probably see some sort of variations um, of the things we've seen, you know? Like, I bet yeah. you if there's a picnic in season two, yeah. what ends up happening is everybody goes, oh, remember what season what happened in season one? Yeah, like, don't, yeah, go, exactly. don't go with your alliance. Go with somebody you don't like. Yeah, and then yeah. it's a two v two game, and you have to team up with that person you don't like. Yes, doing it differently. Like I can I totally see that happening. A bunch of things like that. Yeah, I wonder if the season two of Squid Game will actually come out, and then they'll do the Squid Game reunion based off of those games. That would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely would... possible. Definitely yeah, possible. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Listen, TJ, thank you so much for joining us. Let people know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me. My uh, tag is here on the scoop. Oh, where, where, there, oh, yeah, there we go. Now I got it. Now I'm pointing in the right spot. TJ underscore Zwarich5, Z-W-A-R-Y-C-H-5. But more importantly, follow the Agents of Fandom uh, anywhere you get your socials, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's at Agents Fandom on TikTok and Twitter, Agents of Fandom everywhere else. And you can find us on YouTube, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, agentsoffandom.com. We write about all things... TV, movies, sports, uh, not that much sports actually, but a little bit, a little bit of sports, uh, and gaming is the, the other, and anime as well. We're kind of covering all sorts of stuff right now. So Ooh, very cool on the podcast. We got just dropped an episode with, uh, the Salam nerds crew, yes, uh, jazz yes. and Neebs joined us for, uh, the first, uh, three quarters of what if yep. we'll do a little bit more, what if talk, and then we we're going to do echo. We're going to do Percy Jackson. So lots of fun things coming. Ooh, very, very cool. All right, man. Well, we're definitely going to try to have you guys back on the show. And if it's not you, it's going to be somebody from your team because you guys always end up on here, which like I feel like we're like a sister podcast where you just like have on each other all the time, which is awesome. But I also love your website. You got so many great writers. Everyone who writes for you, I feel like is a friend of mine because I talk to them on Twitter and I read their articles and I'm just like, oh, these are just so great. But thank you for joining us, man. And until next time, guys, salam nerds.